Twas the night before Christmas, and all through the house, a creature was stirring, and it wasn't a mouse. What the hell are you doing in my house? I'm Santa Claus. Where the milk and cookies? This holiday season... He got the rent money. All of it. Getting my rent money today? Or Damon gonna come see you? Damon! Craig and Day-Day are getting something they never expected. Jobs. Daddy, how I look? Dun, 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 dun. Like a damn snitch. Yeah, boy. If there's any problems, you just blow. Toot, toot. And this is your booth. Keep it real, huh? We top flight security of the world, Craig. <laughs> we ain't no damn top flight security of the world. Damn! We Craig and Day-Day. I hope don't nothing happen all day. I'm not having it. Everybody's a suspect today. And evidently, All right, so um, this is a this is a new series of podcasts with a new group of um, people um, from the guild. So I'm going to go ahead and get it started. Y'all know me. I'm your boy, LP. Um, y'all know me from a few things. But, you know, first of all, we appreciate everybody kind of listening, and we um, starting this holiday season off right with two people, and we trying something new this time. We actually on the phone using Skype, so let the people know who we got on the other end of this call. Got B. And, and, and who's B? I mean, that's a terrible introduction. Who are you? <laughs> that's B. Hey, that's Beyonce. <laughs> Just and, uh, go ahead. We got DL, man. I'm 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 here out of uh, OKC. And you know we gonna we gonna do this movie review thing. Hope you guys enjoy it. Yeah. So we got um you know so our idea that we've came up with for 2019, and we're just gonna kickstart it a little bit. So we're gonna give you all a preview of what we plan to do quite a bit in 2019. But the name of the brand, the name of the podcast group for this one is called Nostalgic. Now I spell a little strange. But again, you know, hey, we 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 figured out that this would work. So who wants to explain what nostalgic is? So I can kind of break it down a little bit. So and I'll just give it my, my introduction to nostalgia. And this might show my age a little bit was uh, while I was in college. And that's when uh, your boy Frank Ocean was was a little hot and he had a little wave. And, uh, you know, he had a had a song called that. So I looked it up. And I've been running with that for a while. It just kind of means, you know, to, to kind of return to, you know, thought or former time in your life. Like just, you know, something that makes you feel like a kid again. And, you know, we want to we want to make sure we reinvent that because that's how you stay young. So that's what we like about it. Uh, B, you got anything you want to add? Uh it's kind of funny the Frank Ocean drop during the stuff. But... <laughs> I would I would go say that. But I I guess we know who 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 will take on the Damon role in our first first review. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, so and to me, um, you know, I'm the elder statesman of the group, and you know, oftentimes, you know, when I'm around you know, my partners, et cetera. I'm always like, man, y'all don't know nothing about this. or You don't know nothing about that, especially if they're younger. So um, nostalgic to me is a way to just kind of harken back to times where it was simpler without bills, without a mortgage, you know, where you just kind of went outside and played all day and you found out where people were because of a group of bicycles, not because no cell phone, no text, no nothing. So, you know, that's kind of how I look at nostalgia. 
So what, what we plan to do is um, bring back some of the old classics. Um, you know, we think about, you know, every 15, 20, 25 years, there's a new movie that, you know, we all enjoyed and you can watch them over and over and over again. So for this holiday season, we decided that we would start with the Friday series, but specifically, is it, uh, we're doing Friday after next, right? Right. Correct. Okay. So specifically Friday after next. And with us starting with this movie, um, the reason why we decided is just because, you know, one day I popped up Netflix and the whole Friday series was on there. (laughs) So um, I was like, man, I haven't watched these in a while. So just kind of your first impressions before we get going. What do y'all think about the Friday series just in general? So that's Friday, next Friday, and then Friday after next. The Friday series in general, um, obviously a classic to have somebody so embedded in the culture in Ice Cube to be able to really just have the funds to make a legit movie. You know, there's been some rappers kind of before him, Master P, um, obviously, Belly and things like that. But it seemed like Ice Cube had more control um, and kind of put some of a lot of the comedians and, and, and some actors that we, we now love today still, you know, 15, 15 or so later, years later from the first one. So um, you try, but, you're trying to tell me that uh, I got the hookup uh, of Master B Classic, which I'm putting <laughs> on our list now. <laughs> Didn't have the same budget as the Friday series. <laughs> no way. No. <laughs> <laughs> you know why I say that? Because I had a little hot take I was going uh, to kind of put out there. If you if you pay attention to like the uh, beginning of, of Friday or even all of the Friday movies, Ice Cube's little moving logo when he uh, you know first you know credits the movie in it's like a spinning cube earth vision, and then it turns into a cube. Yeah. And I was like, man, I wonder if he think the earth flat. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I mean, he might be a part of that flat earth group. I mean, <laughs> because they either are part of flat earth or they are part of um, what, what's it called that everyone say everyone's in? The black the elite. Illuminati. The Illuminati. Yeah, he, he's one of the two. <laughs> He's definitely a, or he doesn't believe in the moon landing. So, I <laughs> but, but nah, so, um, you know, um, you know, DL, what you think? I mean, the, the Friday series, w- what's your thoughts on the Friday series? Well, I'll say this. I think for him to have the impact on the culture, the way he had with the movie kind of being centralized around weed, even in that time, to me, that's that's just a feat in itself because we we see how how the world is changing and how prevalent weed is now. So to me, for him to be able to do it centralized around that, to have your mom, to have my mom sit up there and watch a stoner movie and really not ha- you know have it feel like a stoner movie was cool to me. Yeah, I mean, it, it definitely. It, I would say, yeah, that that's that's crazy because you're talking about late '90s, early 2000s. So in, in the weed culture, the way it is now, definitely wasn't that way late 90s, early 2000s. So you're right about that. I would definitely agree about that. So, so any other impressions about just Ice Cube, the Friday, the Friday series, before we kind of jump into 
what our thoughts are about the movies. And I'll kind of give you all our process and how this will work um, just to, so you can have an idea of how we do it. But anything before we kind of jump into, you know, the idea of the movie. No, no, just I got a couple character analysis that I just I want to jump into and get your thoughts on. Before we leave, you know, on Ice Cube, just to touch on him a bit. I mean, is he one of the most important people like in the culture in general uh, off of what he did with his music as far as putting people on? You know, he he doesn't get brought up much when it comes to his music. And obviously he's not getting brought up as like the greatest movie director or film director or things like that but as far as just in the culture do we give him the praise that he deserves you need to watch the the last episode of the shop he was on there they was giving they, they praise him. so they the, i mean but but if you think about it before maybe that episode of the shop if we run down ice cube we got nwa right. his his solo career which 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 you know you got nwa that's before me and DL's time, but I mean, when you when you talk about NWA, just looking back at it, you know, for me that was groundbreaking. That was different as well. You know, he was kind of the first to kind of maybe break the shell on even what rap is today. Yeah, I, I would agree. I mean, and he had, you know, the, one of the hardest diss tracks ever. You yeah. know, if we want to talk yeah. about that. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. he he also put on West Side Connection. I don't know right. if y'all remember them Mac Ten. Right. I mean, yeah. he 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 put on them, and then he went into movies. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, he, yeah. I mean, if you, if you think yeah. about it, Ice Cube probably has done. Uh, now that I think about it, remember all about the Benjamins? Yeah, yeah. State of the Union. Yeah, uh, where he was, um, he became Triple X. He took over for, um, what's Vin my Diesel. man, Vin Diesel? Yeah, uh, uh, he are, did are all we, the barbershops. Are we there yet? I mean, there yet? has anybody crossed over as well as, as Ice Cube? Because I don't, he, I don't think so. You know, I mean, he he went from. I mean, what he what villain, he did is like equivalent to Drake doing that now. Or I agree. Like right. 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 The right. thing with Drake is Drake started doing right. right. You know, I mean, you got to go Ice Cube and Ice T. You know, what I'm saying from where they started. Yeah, to I mean, where they are right now. You know, maybe you... we need to change our name to Ice Something. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but if you think about it, and then now he got the big three basketball, so right. he also does sports. Right. He he he. I just feel like, and I haven't seen the episode of the shot, but you know, when we talk about guys in the culture, I, I just don't feel like his name gets brought up enough. And, and then you know, hopefully, you know we. We can, you know, as we go through the series, we might get a chance to, you know, connect with some people um, as people listen to this so they can kind of hear our impressions. Because I'm sure we got a few unique uh, characterizations. So I'm going to get right into it. So Friday After Next. So here's the summary. All right. Um, Friday After Next takes place back in the hood during the Christmas season. <laughs> um, Craig and Day are now living in, in a rundown apartment after having Christmas presents and rent money stolen by someone posing as Santa, they get jobs working as unarmed security guards in the local mall. They get threatened with eviction. They pick up girls, get drunk, get high, and they need quick cash. So that's the plot summary <laughs> <laughs> for this movie. I mean, I, to be honest, that's probably the movie. I mean, that's what it right. is. Right. <laughs> I mean, in that summary, though, there's a lot of things that happen, and that's kind of what happens in the movie. So let's go into the cast. All right. 
uh, one thing that we want to do each time is we all want to come up with who we consider to be the breakout star of the film to kind of give people a little background. You had Ice Cube playing Craig. All right. You had Mike Epps playing Day Day. Um, other people who probably were important in this movie, you had Terry Crews playing Damon. Um, you've got Cat Williams playing Money Mike. You got Katie Albert playing Donna. Um, Ricky Smiley as Santa Claus. And then you had some other characters that kind of floated in and out. But just in that, um, you know, I'll throw it to um, B. Who do you think is probably the breakout star of this movie? No, it, it for me it's close between Damon and 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 Money Mike, but I gotta go Money Mike, you know. Okay. And kind of when we talk about the nostalgia as well, uh, rewatching this, you know, where he's like, oh, let me check my Palm Pilot. Yeah, this know. season. Speaking of cockroaches, where was your antennas when them niggas was stealing my shit out the stove? I didn't see him taking anything. You didn't see him taking anything. Well, look next time. Use your eyes. They ain't supposed to just be hazel. They supposed to do some goddamn work around here. This ain't for play. I don't do this for fun. I'm sorry. Don't be sorry. Oh, be careful. Lord, gee, well, you know what? I'm tired of your presence. Dismissed. I see you guys. See you later. You got her train, nigga. Damn. <laughs> you need a hold of water player. Oh, but you can't make a thing. You dig what I'm saying? <laughs> I got to keep it nice and breezy around this bitch. Anyway, I need to take care of y'all. I appreciate what y'all did for a player. You know what I mean? I can't be everywhere at all times. No charge. Now, what about our rent money, man? No charge. Y'all sure? Positive, man. We just doing our job. We can't charge you, man. Hey, don't argue with no charge. You can come to the store anytime you want. Can we get some clothes? 30% off, 40% off, no. a FUBU short set? You don't Any need shit. Man. Look. We just having a little Christmas party tonight. Won't you and your lady come on through, man? Hang out with us and our folks. Let me check my palm pilot. <laughs> Look like I ain't doing shit. Bring a bunch of bitches. I'm talking about a busload of you know, them. Middle schooler, like we said that about it, everything. You know, I remember kids get in trouble in class when the teacher asked us if we had something, and everybody be like, "Oh, let me check my palm pilot." You know, like he 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 really broke out and. Because he did such a phenomenal role in that movie, I feel like it kind of hindered his career as well. You know. Ah, he, so, okay, so what you mean by that? What you mean? He can only be that, you know. And I don't know if maybe in in life, maybe he really was that. But like, <laughs> you know, his, his stand up was based around being a pimp. But you know, like his biggest. So I, I think, you know, when you kind of flash forward to today. Him and Dave Chappelle was kind of like Kevin Hart to me in my in my childhood. Dave Chappelle, obviously, for other reasons, but Cat Williams seemed to never really get get that that Kevin Hart fame. And uh, you know, even even that role in general isn't as acceptable today as it is as it was back then. You know, so I just think being a pimp kind of hindered him. But as far as the movie, it was it was phenomenal i mean he he was extremely believable as well as hilarious all right so we got one vote for money mike who um cat williams has forever been a, yeah because he ain't been able to take that perm out of his hair since 86 <laughs> no <laughs> I mean, like, he, he stuck with yeah, that he stuck with that perm all right so dl who breakout star who do you think was the breakout star well i got a question because at this point 
Day Day, I mean, Mike Caps had already met him next Friday, and that was pretty much his premiere. Would you would you still count this movie as something for him to still be able be a candidate to break out in? Because to me, he carries this movie. I, I mean, look, this this is your opinion. I I don't disagree that um, you know, from here it probably catapulted him to. But remember, he kept doing movies with Ice Cube after this. Right. Like, it, it wasn't that he was able to break away from Ice Cube for a while. But but if you think he was, this was his movie. I mean, you know, state your case. Well. Like I said, he he premiered next Friday. Friday after next, pretty much carries the whole movie. I mean, of course, you got Terry Crews' introduction, you got Cat Williams' introduction, but I feel like their parts weren't weren't as big and integral as 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 Day Day's character was. And again, you know, Day Day from from the onset of the movie being asleep when they're getting robbed. To, to to the end of the movie, not really too much wanting to do nothing when they find Santa Claus. Like like <laughs> it's just a it's just a, a theme that keeps reoccurring with him. That like I like I said, I want to jump into that later on when I do my my analysis. But yeah, to me, he carries this movie. He makes this movie. This movie isn't as successful as it is without him. Okay, okay. So we got a vote for um, Cat Williams and a vote for Mike Epps. And then I'm going to say that my favorite character in the movie, and it wasn't that he was a breakout, but I'm going to use him as a breakout still. To me, it was Ricky Smiley. Because, God, those Santa Claus scenes to me were hilarious. <laughs> like, like in, in his ad libs at the end of like when he beat up someone or when he was robbing someone, they were the funniest parts of the movie to me. Like every one of his scenes to me, they are like, you know, stomach hurting laugh. Like, so to <laughs> me, I think now, granted, he didn't really go on to be a uh, movie star after this, but, you know, I purposely made a point to go see his stand up live. I saw it like two or three times, especially when he do all the church stuff and the funeral things. And a lot of it came from because I was like, yo, this is a funny brother. I want to hear more from him. So to me, the uh, breakout star in this and he only had a few roles there are a few scenes in the movie. But to me, it was Santa Claus, Ricky Smiley. So that was my breakout star. Now, so who do you think probably didn't take the best advantage of this movie you know this is supposed to be a a launch into your career and i'll start to, to me the person who didn't take the most advantage of this is um katie albert i mean like <laughs> everybody loved her man <laughs> like, she, got so, like, she got so played afterwards nah, that, that, is a ter- that is a terrible thing so, <laughs> so after this all she got was soul played come on man like and then if you think about it i didn't see her again until like here recently, like she hadn't been in nothing. Right. So maybe, maybe her goal wasn't to be an actress, or maybe I was blinded by her beauty because <laughs> maybe maybe she's a terrible actress because nothing, man. This didn't jump off anything for her, man, and I I don't know why it didn't. That's interesting. I I, I agree. You know, I, I'm sure she stunt doubled for Fancy in the Jamie Foxx show at some point. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you know, I, I think she was in the fabulous video. Like I remember yeah, from that. Like, think about it. Look, I mean, she didn't do. She didn't have other roles. You know, is it? Just, is she just a ter? I mean, is she a terrible actress, 
or is there just not a role for her? Like I, I was really disappointed not to see, um, you know, Donna in like future films after that. Like think about it, Nia Long from Friday. Yeah. Think yeah. about where her career went. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I and yeah. I personally don't even know the other girl from Next Friday, but at least the love interest in this one, I thought you know the career would catapult some. Right. I, I, we never saw her again except as Soul Plane. And that may have been worse. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know what happened to her, but I just know her career didn't go off the way it should have. So, all right. So, what what y'all think? Who who didn't take this as they catapult? Man, I'm a I'm a said name. You guys probably don't know him. I had to look him up myself. But he's the guy that played um, Molly for Holy Molly Donut Shop. Yeah, he was Jer- pretty funny. Mash Mash Brownie. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like that this was basically his introduction movie, and he had a to me a bigger part than Money Mike did, you know, somewhat as far as the length of time that you know he got on the screen. But to me, I feel like I didn't I didn't see much from him or hear much from him. I don't think I've seen him in another movie since, and he was pretty funny in this movie to me. Yeah, you know, I don't know if I ever seen him in a movie since either. Now, I mean, but granted, you know, they kind of had him looking crazy in this movie. So he may have been in other films. We just don't know what he looks like. But I don't remember seeing him again either. Huh. I, let me see. I'm looking him up right now. I mean, it looks like he's had some movies. Like he's been in The Female Brain here recently. It looks like he was on Grey's Anatomy a couple times. True Blood. So he's had a little career, but nothing like you would have thought, you know, being in comedy and things like that um, in a big movie like Friday After Next. It seems like it's the, I'll say, his crossover movie, because when I'm looking at this the screen list, you know, none of this is anything in the same genre that <laughs> that you saw him in. Yeah, so maybe he didn't want to be in the um, urban <laughs> comedy group. <laughs> you know, maybe that wasn't his wave. All right, so B, who you think? I gotta go, Terry Crews, man. Oh, you you don't think this helped him? I I definitely think it helped him, but you know, kind of the same with Cat Williams. His biggest movies, he kind of still stayed in that same little role. You know, you, you, you go I disagree after that. that movie, you go White Chicks. True. Still kind of the same little role. You go um, The Longest Yard, still kind of the same little role. You know, they're they're obviously different. Norbit still, you know, he, I say this, I just seen The Rock from 2002 to now just be swole and do cool things in movies every single year, every single movie, and he's breaking records. Terry Crews should have gotten at least one or two of those roles. So and at least one or two. But I, I but the rock is just better than Terry Crews. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just, but but the rock is just swole. Like I get I get what you say. They, yeah. I mean they're, they're both just swole. <laughs> like <laughs> you know, he, he could at least have pain and gain. <laughs> There's you know, like he's swole. You 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 come up with a movie. You need a swole guy. You need a swole black guy. It can't be the rock every single time. But but you got to think about it. He did plug the Expendables. So once he yeah. got in the Expendables, you know yeah. he did that. And then he just most recently he was able to get into the um, X Force with my man Deadpool. Deadpool. Yeah, so, that's so, true. So, 
So That's she's true. starting to get some of those That's where true. if it's between, I mean, if you really think about it, there's like three or four swole guys, a swole right. black. And, and, <laughs> right. and, you know, he's one of those. So right. he's starting to get some of those roles right now. And, and it's just, you know, I'm just kind of disappointed on, on how he did Money Mike in the movie, and then you fast forward <laughs> to, to that happening to him and, in real life. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. And he he wanted to act brand new. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you Damon, <laughs> I'm act brand new. You had some fish on the line. <laughs> you know, no, he was the fish. <laughs> yeah. So that kind of hurt me. All right. So we also want to make sure you know we get our cast people. And kind of, you know, give you our impressions there. But we also just want to talk about scenes in general. All right. So best scene in the movie or the one that kind of just sticks with you the most um, for the holiday classic. Anybody, y'all take this. What are y'all thoughts? Because I want to save mine for last. Because I guarantee you mine will be the best scene. So uh, oops, is let's it, get I'm, uh, to me, one of the most underrated scenes in the movie I think that I could watch at any point in my life. So what do you want for Christmas, young fella? I want an Xbox with all the games. I want all the new gear. I want a new Lex with a bagging system and cone feet on it. <laughs> well, here's my address, Mr. Jones. <laughs> Mr. Jones! Oh, Mr. Jones! <laughs> Santa! I'm Santa! Bullshit, you Mr. Jones. I know you live too, so I'll spend everything by tomorrow morning. You feel me? Oh yeah! Put everything my mom's name. Man, he don't look like no reindeer. He looks like a pit bull. Giddy up, pit bull. You better stop jumping up and down. Well, I have to bite you a little. Can you lock your jaws and shake like a pit bull? Yeah. Want me to show you? Man, my brother said if a pit bull starts fighting, locks his jaws like that. You're supposed to do this to him. Man, yeah, so that's crazy. So, so why is that your favorite scene? Because, man, just, just to hear this kid with all this raw emotion. Sitting on Santa Claus, like I need an Xbox, <laughs> <laughs> you know. And Mr. Jones, I know who you are, you know. Like to me, that's a whole nother spinoff movie. If kids like find who Santa Claus is and just demand what they want, you know, I think that's a pretty hilarious. But all kids won't be as aggressive as these. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, if I was him, I probably would have tried to make sure he got his Christmas miracle. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't seem like he was playing any games with him. <laughs> All right. So, um, DL, what, what what scene would you say is one that you could watch over and over? Your your favorite scene? My favorite scene would have been um, right after the police left at the beginning of the movie. Say, like, Ice Cube was on a little heat check. Miss Pearlie comes up demanding the rent. <laughs> Holidays, Miss Pearly. Police running all in and out the building. What the hell is going on? Somebody broke in our apartment Look. this morning and stole all our stuff. That bullshit security. I sure hope they didn't get the rent money, cause you two niggas been ducking and dodging me for about three weeks now. Me? I said today is the day you motherfuckers is gonna kick in. Why you always bring your ass up here with this shit? Yeah. Harassing us. With that big old wolf pussy. You come down here all the time smelling like that. Look, you don't even own the place. You just a manager. And I'm gonna manage to evict your skinny punk black ass on up out of here today if you two motherfuckers don't pay up your rent. Manage to Look, get that lined up. Don't you worry about it, bitch. I know somebody like it. You need to take your ass back downstairs because you ain't evicted nobody. Nobody. Unless you got a motherfucking army with you. What? I don't need no army, Mr. Smart Ass. 
my son Damon home da right now. Damon. And they I had a nightmare. Blaming her. They did. They did. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she lets them know that Damon's downstairs, and Ice Cube immediately was like, Damon. <laughs> uh, he had he talking about how he had the, the the nightmare last night, and then it cuts to the scene of the nightmare. <laughs> It just immediately, like, soon as you see that scene, yeah, I'm dying yeah. laughing because you got Day-Day on the top bunk with the pillow beating his meat. <laughs> and then you got Damon come in, just throw his draws right on their face. <laughs> <laughs> he asked which one of them would wash them. And they asked him, start to press. He was like, starch. Starch, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, okay, so so to that scene, what what puzzles me is Damon having his way with them? How was that gonna pay the rent? Like, I still don't, like, <laughs> like, like, they're, they're, like, like they're still gonna be out of rent. Like, like, what was the property manager gonna get out of that? Like, I mean, <laughs> no one can anyone explain that to me? Hey, that's some great motivation. Yeah, that's yeah. what I do. Know. <laughs> like, ain't nothing like that. Like, you think about how tight, like. What <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on. You, you used the wrong words, right? You think about how tight? Like, man, come on, man, come on, come on, man. Like, but, but consider that, man. Like, how is that gonna pay the rent? So, all right. So, my favorite scene, and that's why I know mine is the best because because it's an underrated scene. All right. About a year ago, my pops quit his dog catching job and went into business with my uncle Elroy. They opened up a spot called Brothers Barbecue. Tastes so good, make you want to slap your mouth. You might have seen the commercial. Y'all tired of eating that barbecue from up the street? Where to give you more sauce than to give you meat? Well, bring your big ass down to Bruh's Barbecue. 15837 South Crenshaw Boulevard. That's right off Manchester. Bruh's Barbecue. Tastes so good, make you want to slap your mama. Don't it, Willie? Yeah, boy. Hey, mama. What the hell you want, Willie? Every one location, so it's me and you. You might have missed it. They only had enough money for a 15. Y'all remember the 15 second Brothers Barbecue commercial? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where my man says, tastes so good, make you want to smack your mama. And when he actually smacked his mama, <laughs> that, that, is, that is so underrated to me. Like, I mean, underrated. It, it's because, like, if you think about it, and then they showed the mom later in the movie with like a black eye. She was yeah. like she was she was passing out like you know, like she was skittish every time she got around yeah, them. Yeah. <laughs> like like to me by far that that scene just just because of how random it was. Now Mike Epps had like some you know crazy quotes like you know before Lottie got more head than she got by you know things like that and you know like there was a bunch of funny quotes but if you just want to talk about a scene that I could just watch that that one to me is just hilarious I could watch that over and over and also the one where um the um, dad goes in and, and destroys the bathroom and she says <laughs> she says you gonna give me some of that for this <laughs> like so, so the sweet <laughs> so the writing the writing in this movie to me was definitely yeah. underrated for you know because if you think about it, Rotten Tomatoes gave this movie like a thirty six, and I just don't right. know if it I don't know if it was any of us that was doing the ranking because there was no way that movie would have been a thirty six. 
No, I, I give it much, 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 much higher than that. All right. So um, we want to go into our what ifs. All right. What if would be kind of your hot take, so to speak, or if you want to change something or something that you just want to highlight in the movie um, that we can kind of just share with the people. So here's my what if. My what if is what if you didn't have Mike Epps and you had the original Friday with Chris Tucker in these movies? Would these movies have been better if they could have came up with that? I think it was finances or dispute over who was doing what with the movie. I'm not exact or Chris Tucker wanted to go in a different direction. You know, I'm not exactly sure, but but what if he decided he wanted to stay into the movie? What are y'all thoughts? I oh, it's bigger. It's it's, it's way bigger. I don't know if I agree. I I think Mike Epps. Now, are are we saying that kind of removes Mike Epps, essentially? Yeah, I think I think Smokey becomes Day Day moving forward. Like so, I think what probably would have happened, Smokey would have moved with him. Hey, bro, we got to get out the hood. Let's go to Rancho Cucamonga. My 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 uncle, you know, got a spot for us. Or right. hey, bro, we 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 grown now. Let's go move together. We got a spot, you know, in the hood where we right. we live in. I think Smokey becomes Day Day. I don't know. I mean, I think next Friday is the is the best Friday. And wait, hold on, save that, save that though, because we're gonna okay. get to our rankings. But go <laughs> okay. ahead, go ahead. Uh, but but Mike Mike Epps' role. Is just such a natural role. Like, like he's not funny as like a comedian funny in the movie. He's funny kind of like everyone has a cousin or a friend that's just goofy. You know, like he's just different. Like he's very special for that role. So I, I just couldn't imagine it without him. I just I just couldn't. Well, this is why I disagree. Because at this time. Chris Tucker is pretty much at the height of his power. Rush hour, rush hour too. Like he's bringing all these people from those audiences, and he killed it in Friday. Like he did. I mean, let's let's keep it a buck. Like the only reason he wasn't in the next one, it was it was financial stuff. It had right. nothing to do with you know Mike Epps being more talented than him. No, I don't think Mike Epps is more talented. I, you know. Him leaving and going to his cousin's house and that being his cousin is just wild. Like the very first scene, you know, when they're in the bedroom, it's just like, golly, this dude is hilarious. Yeah, you. I mean, at that point, you knew he was a good fit for the movie. So that's credit to Cube, because you know what right. I'm saying? Cube is, I'm definitely sure he's a part of all the casting decisions. So that's credit to Cube for, for making that happen. But but think about it. Like, to, to DL's point, you got... Fifth Element he just did. I mean, that was a huge movie. All right? right. Um, the Rush Hour series. Huge movies. Like, I mean, he did Rush Hour 3, bro. Like, they did right. three of these movies. <laughs> right. I mean, and then after that, you know what happened? His career kind of stopped. Like, right. I, he, didn't, he didn't do much after that. So, I kind of think that maybe he should have stayed in this, I guess you want to call it, urban comedy realm. Because, if you, to be honest... Mike Epps had a TV show on NBC. He had Uncle Buck. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I think he kind of came out with the better end of it. Now, Rush Hour, Rush Hour 2, Rush Hour 3, those probably made um, Chris Tucker money behind, you know, beyond his wildest dreams. But right. 
longevity and the career and the culture, Mike Epps still standing. Right. Right. So, so that's my um, what if um, or hot take, so to speak. Uh, uh, you know, B or DL. What's y'all's? I mean, a what if for me would just kind of be kind of along the lines of yours is what do they do for the for the final one? You okay. know, they've been kind of it's been a myth now since I've probably been a senior <laughs> in high school. <laughs> like I, I cannot wait. But you know, just a question I got for y'all: How would y'all envision? kind of closing that chapter in such a, a a classic movie. You know, obviously I feel like we all kind of agree that 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 Chris Tucker got to come back. Um Smokey got to come back, but what else needs to happen, you know? So so my my first thought about this and you know, the name of this movie would be from what I've heard um Last Friday, right? Right. Last Friday is what they're thinking. But but my first thought about this is the posters that I've seen are ridiculous. You're not gonna have Ice Cube, Chris Tucker, <laughs> Mike Epps, Kevin Hart, Jamie Foxx, um, DL. Like you're not gonna put Kings of Comedy in a Friday movie. Like that's not gonna work. Yeah, that's so whatever. They, they need to narrow down the cast first off. I right. think uh, you know uh, Mike Epps, Chris Tucker, and Ice Cube. I think that's all you need to carry the movie. You don't I, need everybody else in there. Right. The worst thing they could do is make this a farewell tour. <laughs> we don't I, want that. I completely agree. And I think the way they should close it out is I personally think move out of California. Right. And they end up in a place like Oklahoma City. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think that needs to happen. I think that they need to take their Cali swag and move to a place like Oklahoma City and like antics ensue in a small town and then i think you could just continue to do movies yeah because that part of the country is different than california yeah but that's my thought what y'all think i mean i something that i think would kind of be funny for me would be for Smokey to get out of rehab and kind of meet up with with day day and, and ice cube and Smokey and day day have this like friction just clowning each other the whole movie basically but anyways at the end of it they kind of come up with owning a dispensary and they kind of like work there and you know at that point that's kind of the gist of it if that makes sense just to kind of tie everything into the movie from the from the beginning of it from him getting fired on a friday right to go to going into starting a wee business. Yep, yeah, to going in to going into rehab, to being in and out of jail, and that's all he could do. To have to run away from big worm. Yeah, you know, dollars. Every everybody, <laughs> you know, you bring the old every you know antagonist kind of in the movie back from Friday to Debo to Damon to Mike Epps. You know, everybody that's been a part of it. You know, I would hope would still be a part of it. But adding new, I don't think you should add new. But just to kind of tie in Smokey and Dede, I think those two characters in general are so prevalent in the movie to have them stride by stride, basically just having a, a roast off the the whole movie and then kind of have them coming together and working together. That's something that they've done anyway. 
you know, just to kind of update it to the times that we we are in right now, I think would be would be dope. What you think, DL? My what if? I got two actually. What if Damon actually caught Money Mike? I want to know. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know how they how they write that. <laughs> into the next movie like are they a couple now <laughs> they have a family like cause he not gonna run away from him forever like nah and you know <laughs> from what we know in real life Damon is an NFL athlete <laughs> you know like, like so he definitely would have caught him like you know what I'm saying probably within 20 strides like <laughs> <laughs> It wouldn't have taken him that long to catch him. Exactly. Then my 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 second what if, <laughs> and this and this probably changes the the whole outlet of the movie is just what if Day Day wakes up and they 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 beat Santa Claus up before they get robbed of the rent money and everything? Because I mean that kind of that kind of sets up the trajectory. Ah, uh, okay, okay. They don't have the money for rent. Oh, that's where Damon gets introduced with the you know somebody's gonna have a salad toss. That's where they come up with the <laughs> rent. Part. That's why they have the job at the Holy Moly place. Like all of that happens because pretty much. No, they get robbed by Santa Claus and they gotta come up with this bread. Okay, okay. So the twist would be what if they didn't get robbed or he stopped the robbery? Yeah, I think I think the 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 climax or the big thing gotta be the the Damon Cat Williams thing. Like they 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 gotta expound more on that if 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 Santa Claus never robs them. And it pisses me the robbery scene pisses me off too because I don't care how hard you sleep. You're going to wake up when, I mean, I know he in there talking about, man, Santa Claus, I just think you two, <laughs> two fat women and, 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 and a bag of weed and some Doritos. Like, I, I, know he, I know he was having a great dream, but come on, man. Like, I, I don't even sleep that hard now. Like, so there's no right. way. Like that, you're not gonna wake up when someone's getting beat with a Christmas tree, like right. with an actual Christmas tree. <laughs> and, and why did that Santa have that hood strength to pick up that Christmas tree? He was right? a crackhead, man. You see, how he <laughs> got up, shake it off, get right up again. Did you notice how his bandana was his beard? <laughs> <laughs> so he I has know. the white, the white bandana. Around his mouth and just cut out the hole. <laughs> I mean, I know a lot of y'all. Um, we're gonna have a lot of people who listen to this. I, I know this is gonna be um, a good scene. And and in our culture, sometimes we say like, "There's crackhead strength," and he definitely right. had that. Like, my, man, my man was basically walking dead. Like he wasn't dying. Period. <laughs> but but nah. So you know, as we close out, you know, we want to make sure that. You know, we plan to do a series of these and this was just kind of a a setup and we want to do every movie where we give our um, nostalgic rating on it. So that's like a rating of, you know, one to ten. Like, would you share this? Would you, um, you know, watch this again with friends and family? And, and what recommendation would you tell people to look for as they watch it? So I'll start. I think to me um, in the series, we'll start there. Where does this rank? I think this is the third, you know, it's the final one so far, but I do think it was the third best out of the series of movies. And if I was to give it my nostalgic rating, I'd say it was probably a six. 
And the reason why I say six is because they just left a lot of room for a lot of things that was just open ended. Like, um, no, you know, Santa Claus really shouldn't have been robbing them like that. How they get robbed multiple times from the same Santa? Um, <laughs> you know, why? Why is Ice Cube a cop? Like I, I saw uh, the was it Tyler the Creator or one of them did like a long post that B shared with me or whoever it was. And yeah, he's right. Like you know, Ice Cube was a snitch in all the movies, and I don't like that. Like why was he? <laughs> like why was he a snitch? And then the last one. What happened to Katie Arbear? I need someone to tell me. Like, <laughs> like she wouldn't have liked Ice Cube. Stop. That scene right there is fraud to me. There's no way she would have liked Ice Cube. So to me, this movie is a six. I would definitely continue to watch it. Definitely uh, share with um, family and friends. And it's the third in the series of Fridays to me. Yeah, I, I agree with you. It's the third for sure. And it's a distant third. But when when you kind of talk about nostalgia and what it brings up, you know, this one came out in 2012. No, 2002. 2002, excuse me, 2002. So at this time I was 12 years old um, and kind of everything in the movie was a quotable at middle school from that point almost <laughs> until I graduated <laughs> high school. <laughs> so I can't really shake, you know, every single quirk Christmas you meet somebody, you walk in like pinky, you know what I'm saying? Like Exactly. So as far as the nostalgia of this movie, I probably give it, you know, a 10. You know, I was introduced to Cat Williams, who obviously has been a really big part of the comedy scene from that point on. Uh, you know, you got the holy moly donut shop. It ain't your beauty, it's your booty. You know what I'm saying? Like, or <laughs> I got that backwards. But, you know, like, there's just a, a ton of quotables from this one. So I, you know, as far as the nostalgia, I give it a ten. But as far as just the movie in general, it's a distant third, and I give the movie in general about a six as well. All right, DL, what you think? So as far as the ranking of the movies, this is my second favorite movie. Ah, okay. Not only is it just a funny comedy movie, it's a Christmas movie. Like I've seen this movie at least six times. You know, within the past couple of weeks, just going to the barbershop, getting my hair cut, <laughs> watching it here at home. Like, it is nostalgic. It does bring me back to the time where, you know, I first, you know, got introduced to being able to use a remote. I don't know how y'all, <laughs> but, you know, we, we, we didn't have control of the remote. You know, I watched a lot of Golden Girls and in the heat. Young and Restless. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So one, once I got a hold of that remote, man, I was putting it on stuff like this. And this is, like I said, like he said before, all the quotables, you don't get you don't get a Money Mike. You don't get a Damon Terry Crews type character. You don't further get the progression of, uh, you know, Mike Epps' Day Day to me without this movie. And, and for that, I, I rank it a nine, but it is my second favorite movie out of the uh, Friday franchise. All right. And, and, and that's been, um, you know, nostalgic. Um, you know, we plan to do something like this once every couple weeks. Um, there's a ton of movies that are out there that um, we feel like just aren't getting the play that they should. And then we also plan to reach out to a number of people to try to get them on the pod. You'll have some um, guest appearances from, you know, people in our inner circle, people outside of our inner circle. And uh, we plan to make 2019 live. So um, anything y'all want to sign people out with as we close it out? 
Check my Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we will we, we will have a um IG um and a Twitter. So we'll be making both of those now. So you'll get more information about that. I'll have it um uh, put in the front and the back of the pod as well. So um this has been nostalgia. We out. <laughs>